It wasn't something that I just woke up and I said, I'm going to be a coach. Um, and I think that makes this my transition so beautiful because I didn't need to reinvent something. It was such a beautiful transition. And I think that also what I want to say to people who are maybe transitioning into coaching or consulting, have in mind that your past experience are probably connected with your desire to be a coach. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Coachpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for coaches who are ready to become successful coachpreneurs. I am your host, Tyler Hall, and boy, do we have a jam-packed episode for you today. We are kicking off today's conversation by answering a very important question. What makes a coach a great coach? Because I believe that there are coaches and then there are great coaches. So what separates them? You'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, joining me for today's conversation, we have the wonderful Coach D. D is a leading success and business coach in Scandinavia and global influencer who has helped more than a hundred entrepreneurs from 23 countries to launch and scale their online businesses. She is not your usual coach with a master's in business, but her expertise is a unique fusion of theory and practice as a serial entrepreneur for more than 16 years. Her online coaching business was built through her fierce drive to serve and impact millions of people. Through her incredible collaborations and partnerships, she has had the privilege to work with the most exceptional teams from Mind Valley and Dean Graziosi's enterprise as an ambassador and advocate for the next level in self-education. And Dean, if you are listening, I am sorry if I butchered that last name. Her unique story will hopefully give you the opportunity to see that she is an ordinary human being just like you, creating extraordinary things by turning her can'ts into musts and showing you how your unique story and gifts can turn your passions into profits. So without further ado, let's kick off this coaching conversation and let's welcome Dee to the show. Thank you so much, Dee, for taking the time and being here uh, with us today. And I would love to kick off our conversation by just having you uh, start by just giving a, a little personal introduction. Mm, thank you, Tyler. So, so appreciate um, that you're having me and that we get to have this conversation and connect all the way from Sweden to Texas. So amazing. Um, so who is Dee? I love to say that I am someone who is utterly crazy. <laughs> uh, um, I am a mom of three kids and last, I would say, uh, let's, let's say four years because my little one, she's four. Um, I am so driven by fun, having fun. That's number one thing that I always try to have in my life and in my business. Um, to be more curious, you know, curious and creative. And I think I am like, uh, I think what, how you would describe me is 
someone who loves life. I'm really huge life lover. And mm. um, being a coach gives me that opportunity to see beauty in life because we, and also an entrepreneur, because that gives me the freedom to, you know, work with who I want, work how I want, um, connect with people that I love, you know, connecting with you um, right here, right now is just another layer of how much we have freedom if we decide to focus on that. Um, and, you know, just having that in mind gives you another perspective to life. I just love this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, I love what you were just saying about how, you know, being an entrepreneur, you get to decide who you connect with and and you get to kind of really create, you know, your own unique life and, and way of going about, you know, waking up each day and, and structuring, you know, your, your, your days and all of that, like control just becomes you when you're, when you're an entrepreneur. And, you know, that's really what drove me into this was I wanted to be in the driver's seat of my own life. And I wanted to, you know, I, I really wanted to have the final say on how am I going to make money? How am I going to build, you know, my career and how am I going to build myself? And, you know, it's, it's, I too am such a lover of life and I think coach like being the coachpreneur you really get to you get to marry the best of both worlds you get to make money and you get to help people live really awesome lives and you know just from your experience like what is what is your favorite thing about being a coachpreneur Mm, I just wanted to say that before you actually ask. I think it's like just seeing how you change people's lives. Um, mm. I think to have ability, you know, it's okay. Like someone who is selling candies probably is changing someone else's life. Um, not necessarily in a good way, but we really have this opportunity to, to help someone to thrive in life and business. Um, and having, and I want to say that it's also a privilege to an honor to serve people on that scale. Um, we shouldn't take this for granted because it's something that, you know, we could, it, it is an industry that has ris risen like really, really fast and it's rising. It's a trend. Um, and I also want to invite all of listeners because I'm assuming that they're mostly coaches um, to have that due, due, due diligence, um, we are actually affecting someone else's life. So always think about, you know, beyond yourself and how you are actually impacting them because you are, how you are showing up, um, it makes a, a big difference in someone else's life. I think that's very, uh, that's something very important to note is we as coaches, we have a responsibility, not only for our actions, because the how we act directly impacts our, our clients' lives, and then their friends and family's lives. And like, it's a it's a responsibility that we we shouldn't take lightly, mm. you know, and I think this is I and I want to open up this conversation with like, I see so many online you see so many like certifications you see so many like become a coach in in mm -hmm. one weekend and it's you know pay $25 and get this certification and and i think there is this idea that like coaching is a really easy thing to do and that mm -hmm. 
anybody can go and be a coach and and I would I would disagree and say it takes the right type of person to be a coach and it yeah, takes I and agree. there and there's a huge responsibility in that and I would love to know like what 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 is your thoughts on that and and what insights do you have around what does it really take to be a great coach mm. I think that you know what what I would go with what what is not a great coach I would go with that a great coach is not someone who is cheerleading their people anyone can be a cheerleader we don't want cheerleaders we want coaches who call you out on your bs <laughs> um, you know someone who will not just hold you accountable but also you know not just show you what tactics tools strategies to use but also guide you to you finding them because what's the point of having a coach if if you can't identify what are your blind spots with mm -hmm. their help of, of course you know they they coach great coach needs to guide you and i think it's also having integrity i think that's that would be probably number one characteristic of a, a great coach being in integrity Mm. and doing what you said you're going to do. Yeah. Um, what well, I also love the distinction that you made that like, you know, we're not just we can be cheerleaders but we're way more than cheerleaders and <laughs> you know, we really are the guides that help you like help clients discover who they are and but at the end of the day it really does come back to it is still the client's responsibility to go there with you. And, you know, this is a, re a really great point to make is as coaches, you know, I feel like there's this, a, when you're starting out as a new coach, there's all of this pressure to be like the perfect coach and make sure the client has this major breakthrough and change. But also at the end of the day, it still is your client's responsibility to go there with you. And they have to, they have to wake up in that morning and say, you know what, I'm meeting with my coach today. How am I going to show up a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. And, it, and I think that's, I think that's the, the huge difference with like, you know, what, what makes the coach client relationship so, so interesting and dynamic is that we are coming together and we are, we are building the best version of that client's self that we can possibly be, but it's a two-way street. It's, it's a partnership. It's not just I'm coming in and being the authority figure. I'm here to be in partnership with you. Um, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so good. And I think that what, what just came into my mind is like, I had, I still have um, a lot of support from different mentors and coaches um, and I remember first time that I felt that I had the, the re real coach is when I said, damn you, <laughs> you told me that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was like, you know, um, because sometimes it's just, uh, you know, clients, everyone can be coachable, but you need to show them how to be coachable. Um, because I have, everyone have that ability to be coachable, but not by everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really again, I you know, I say I always say this, anybody can coach anybody on anything. But <laughs> but then there's also that special connection of like I believe that every person out there has, you know, there is one specific coach that is going to work best with them, you know, mm -hmm. and again, 
again, it's like, it was something when I start when I was really starting my coaching journey, you know, I thought I had to, I thought I had to land every single client that signed up and, and showed interest in me. Mm-hmm. And as I as I grew as a coach, I realized that it really comes down to not only is the client looking for the right coach, but you as the coach, you're looking for the right client, you know, and being able to mutually agree and say, you know what, we are both a great fit for each other. I think that's a really important thing that a lot of coaches, when they first start their journey, they really miss that step of, you don't have to take on every single client. You can really go out and find that like ideal client that is going to fit you just like they're going to, you know, like, just like you're going to fit them. Mm. Um, Tyler, you hit the nail in the head because, but also like I would say to all new coaches, you know, um, sometimes we get really obsessed by, you know, by the fact that we need to nail our niche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, do, we need to find our <laughs> ideal client and everyone is t- telling us that. But it's all, also okay to find that not not ideal client and to see what is the worst case scenario oh yeah Uh, what is that terrible (laughs) client i don't want to work with you know because i always say your why is not your why in terms of when simon sinek says you know start with the why but it's what hurts you Mm. like the, the 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 biggest thing that hurts me is to work with someone that i don't like yeah. Like there is like ah, ah, <laughs> with the money, you know. I don't want to be in you know low vibration or low energy. If I if if you know even if I'm paid good money, just for the money. Yeah, you know it should. That's such a great point of like what. But you need to you. realize what is that you know what yeah. hurts you. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's part of the that's part of the you know trying <laughs> and 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 getting out there and taking that imperfect action and and all of that juiciness. But yeah. you know there there is that like, I what I what I love about being a coach is that, you know, we do get to align ourselves with people you know, I look forward to getting on a call with every single client that I have right now, because they all fill me with joy, you know, and they, and they don't drain my energy. And I know when I was starting out and I was, you know, starting with my very first practice clients, there were several that I, that I took on and I was like, I can't show up. I I cannot be fully present. And, and it was, it was hurting me because I was like, this is not joyful. This is not, this is not what I signed up for. We all had them. Trust <laughs> and, me. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, you know, what I, today I, I really want to get to know you as a coach. And I would, I want to, I want to talk about your journey. So first of all, like what got you into coaching? How, how did you get to where you are today? So I think that one of the things that I always say, before I started my coaching business, um, I was already coaching and being a leader within a network marketing uh, company. Um, and I built a, a global business there. So leadership and, you know, really coaching was something that I already did. But at that point where there was a point where I just said, you know, I can't like that it has to be something beyond like me going to this presentation and always for seminars and being away um, from my family, um, having three kids. Like I, I, I want to have a business that I get to decide when I want to show up. 
um, being in my pajamas if I like, you know, or, you know, not care if I have a messy hair or whatever. <laughs> so I was thinking like, what is that? And actually when I was asking myself, like, what is that? Like, what is that? Where is that? A, a client of mine, actually a customer from that business, a network marketing business, she said, you know what? You're so good at what you do. Um, is there any way that you could teach me how to set up my own business? Um, I have a master's in business and I have been a business owner for 14 years by, by that time. So business was some was something that it is in my core identity. Um, entrepreneurship is, is, is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. Um, so she said, you know, can you guide me, coach me? I don't even know if that was the word at that point, but she, she was probably looking for a mentor. So that's, that's the first time that I actually signed up a client for a year that was a demand more than my need or necessity. Um, and I loved it. I love the process. So that my, my discovery and my like penetration to coaching was exclusively by, by demand. Mm. It wasn't something that I just woke up and I said, I'm going to be a coach. Um, and I think that makes this my transition so beautiful because I didn't need to reinvent something. It was such a beautiful transition. And I think that also what I want to say to people who are maybe transitioning into coaching or consulting, have in mind that your past experience are probably connected with your desire to be a coach. So assess like why is it that you are drawn into you know a coaching or consulting because it has to be connected whether that's the desire to change other people's lives to make you know impact to you know I don't know to make influence money whatever that is um, it is something that was put into your vision you know into your into you not by a chance. Um, so my journey was actually like, it was, it was intentional, really, really intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't something that I needed to push myself yeah. to, to be, you know? Yeah. And can you, can you expand a little bit more on like the intention? Because I think, I think a lot of people and myself included, when I started my coaching business, it was you know, I I was kind of on my own exploration. I was figuring out myself and, you know, I was kind of building myself up so I could then go build the business. And, you know, like how, how can coaches, how can coaches be intentional when they are starting their businesses? Mm, such a great so I'm in uh, I'm in coaching uh, now for full three years um, and I haven't been intentional like really intentional with the fact that I am a coach because I was always uh, kind of combining both art and the science like uh, strategies and the mindset and all this good stuff um, so being intentional with that I am a coach and that I hold my clients accountable um, came probably the beginning in 2019 when I started my signature program. And that was because I decided that this is going to be a program that combines both coaching and training. Mm -hmm. And I really uh, kind of distinct the both. So when I train, I train. And when I coach, I coach. So I needed to really like um, be mindful of 
how do I approach these two? Mm -hmm. So trainings are like facts, you know, and, and, you know, tools and, you know, tactics and tips and everything that they can apply and everything what is basically Googleable and searchable, mm -hmm. um, where, you know, being a coach is, okay, where are you stuck? Let's yeah. get you unstuck. Yeah. So this is the intention behind because giving them the tips and resources and, you know, tools, that's, that's the easy part. Everyone can, can teach that. But getting them to be unstuck. So every, my intention was that every client that comes to our coaching calls, it was a, it, it is a group program that, you know, that they have an intention with one specific question in mind, and we get them unstuck so they can move forward and take action to get mm -hmm. clarity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying here because I, I feel like that as coaches, we tend to do both coaching and training. And I love that you that you go a step farther and you say, you know, let's be intentional with when are we training our clients and when are we coaching them? Because coaching again is is all about that that mindset shift, that you know, that inner that inner work. And then everything else is like is like all tools, like you said, tools, tips, tricks, and, and, you know, all of that good stuff. And, you know, tell me more about like, like what, what make, what would you say, what makes a successful coach versus a successful, uh, like trainer? Mm -hmm. So I, on my, when I appear live, um, I don't train. Um, and so if someone asks me, so how do you do, because I'm a business strategist, I teach you how to, you know, launch your online business. Mm -hmm. When you get on my coaching call, I don't train you how to do funnels. <laughs> um, I, you have the training, you have the modules, you have all these like, you know, available in our members portal. When you come to my coaching call, um, you tell me, okay, D. I, I can't get this. I just can't get this out. You know, I'm afraid to, to launch. I'm afraid what people might say. So we go deep, you know, what are you actually afraid of? That's just an example. Mm -hmm. um, so they would say, um, I don't know. I'm afraid that no one will buy my course. And so, okay, where is this fear coming from? So we are really like tapping into like deep layers, what it is, what it it's actually mindset work what it is that you're afraid of because having the training you know being a great trainer um doesn't uh, guarantee that your clients will actually get the results that they want yeah that's because you you can you can train them you can give them but they will not take action because a they might not have the focus uh b they don't have the clarity and see, they're probably shit scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and someone needs to, you know, just take their hand and say, mm -hmm. okay, you, you're going to blow, blow this up. You know, you're going to fall on your nose. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to catch you. And when I am a coach, I also show all the ugly stuff that I went through. I show by example where I messed up. Um, I show like, in, you know, um, even the, my private clients always get to, to see, okay, um, so where did D messed up? I show all of that mm -hmm. because I'm not a 
I'm not perfect. I'm human too. I, I am scared too. So I share those, you know, moments with them, but I do it, you know, I do it scared. And that gives them that motivation. Okay, if she can do it, I can do it too. What I'm, what I'm absorbing from what you are saying is, for like, I'm just taking away that like coaching comes from a place of of your heart. It comes mm. from inside, um, and then training is really more of that brain technical side of like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and and it and it's. I mean, I've never I've never looked at it that way because I you know, I too do, I do business coaching as well. And that's kind of my niche. And, you know, I do a lot, I do training in there and I talk about tips and tricks and all of these kind of things, but you're right. When you get into a coaching call or when you get into a session, all of that goes out the window and it really, you nail down into that heart space and into that inner being of like, who am I being when I show up as a coach or when I show up in my business or, you know, in my life? And I don't know, it's like, it's like coaching is, is just so heart centered mm-hmm. um, versus, versus the thought and the thinking and, and all of that uh, that we tend to get trapped in. And so I have a question for you. A lot of people, they struggle with the mindset of, you know, whether, whether they're, they're coaches starting their businesses or whatever, a lot of people just struggle with the mindset and how do you, how have you been able to overcome your mindset? How do you help your clients overcome that mindset struggle? And what are, what's some advice that you have in that area? Mm, Good question. I think that the mindset is a journey. It's not a book that you read. Um, and probably is not the think and grow rich like you will open that and read cover to cover and yeah i want that mindset thing no Uh, (laughs) mindset is the thing that you always need to work on like how can i push myself to be you know better version of myself than i was yesterday and it it requires a lot a lot of you know um awareness and just awareness and reflection you know, I think that a lot of people just miss out that there is nothing out there. Everything is within. <laughs> All the answers you need to find, and they are already inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I think I, that a lot of people, they just look, you know, oh, what is this person doing? Let, let me do that. Or no, oh, I'm so afraid. They are there and I'm here. Um, where are you? Where are you? Just look inside. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I love what you, I loved the the beginning of your statement of like, you know, you're not going to open a book, think, think and go grow rich. You're not going to open that book and read that cover to cover. And then all of a sudden become rich, you know, again, books, those are, those are another tool that we have. That's a resource that we have, but the actual change work, the, the motivation, the, all of that, that inner goodness comes from again, that heart space, that, that core of who you are. And, you you know, I was, I was at, I was at Barnes and Noble, the bookstore uh, recently. And I was in, again, I'm a, I'm a self-help junkie and I'll be the first to admit that (laughs) I I was in the personal development section, you know, all of these flashy titles of like how to be happy, you know, or how to be successful, whatever the the stupid titles are. (laughs) And there's a part of me that's like, wanting and pulling and reaching for those books and then it was like Tyler you've already got it within you 
to do this. You, you actually have the skills and the knowledge to write a book like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, that was a huge shift for me recently was like, okay, I'm over, I'm overreaching for all of these tools because I have so many tools. I'm overwhelmed by the amount of resources and tools that I have. Mm -hmm. It's now time to trust that inner gut and allow yourself to really go for it. And Mm -hmm. so my question for you is, when or what advice or what um, what insights do you have on, you know, really listening to your gut and allowing and allowing that gut intuition to lead you as a as Gosh, a business owner? That's a gr- ah, such a great passage. Um, I think that I would say for me, I I've been all of my life very left brainer. Um, I am you know, I'm a logical thinker. Mm-hmm. I am like, I have, I'm drawn by my masculine energy. I'm such a doer and hustler. And in 2019, something shifted. And I said, you know what? It, you know, it, I get it. No one can beat me when it comes to discipline and working hard. I'm an immigrant kid, you know? My parents always told me like, you need to work hard. You need to hustle. You need to prove yourself. Until what, you know, who do I need to prove myself to? You know, I already, I built like this incredible business in like in two years, I I have been able to work with Mind Valley and be one of their coaches and lead their masterminds, uh, working with team Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins. Like, who do I need to prove myself to? Mm. I I already done this, you know, hustling and, and grinding. So um, at the end of 2019, and this is probably like where we are going now. So I set in the, the intention for 2020. And I said, who do I need to be in 2020 to, to just allow myself to be, not to do? Because we are human beings, not human doings, right? <laughs> and right? Oh, I and, love that. It got me like, Dee, you need to connect with your intuition. And that was like my 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 gut telling me. And I remembered my mom, she she has this, what we call six cents or seven cents or whatever it is. Like she would know when I would come home sad, I would be like, I would, I would lock the door and she would already stand in front of the door and say, like not even seeing me, what's wrong? She had such a, like that gut that something is not okay with her kid, you know? I, n- I never as a mom had that like powerful gut <laughs> because probably I was 80% driven by my, my left brain, my, my doing brain, my doing ability. And I said, 2020 needs to be the year where, you know, intuition will guide me. It has to be. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you, Corona. You, you awakened <laughs> me like so, 100%. I'm, uh, this was the year where I, 100% tapped into my intuition and not because I meditated I meditated already before because probably my brain would explode if I wouldn't meditate um, because I'm a thinker uh, so but really like going into my deep inner state like not listening to the outer world but but really like what what what, what does she want um, mm-hmm. there was always like something what other people wanted from me, um, what other, you know, not even coaches or mentors, but maybe like my clients wanted me to create or 
it was always like, why do I need to please these other people? You know, what do I want? And this year was so pivotal. I, I don't like necessarily the word pivot, but it was like in every dimension I pivoted as I could. Um, and yeah, it, it, I think that tapping into my intuition, um, it, it, it is huge. One of the books that I would, if that's okay, um, mm-hmm. that I read and that really got me oh, into that, wow, wow, <laughs> we are both, you know, we have both in, 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 within us was the, the Buddha and the Badass by Vishen Lakhiani. Um, I'm the badass. Like I had that always, <laughs> but that Buddha was, where is that Buddha? You know? Um, and I opened up myself to, we are spiritual beings, you know? And I was like, I, I some, some kind of shut down that world because I didn't want to be hurt or whatever, but being vulnerable and being like myself was the best gift this year that I could give to myself. I think I I love I love your journey because we've we're on very similar spiritual paths of like really allowing ourselves the space to just open up and be and mm-hmm. and really claim I think something that you, that you said there which is so empowering is that you know you claim that you are a spiritual being you know mm-hmm. and having that awareness that we are we are more than just our physical bodies yes you know and so powerful <laughs> it it really is and having that awareness that at the end of the day you know we are energy we are connected we are you know I, there i i don't know there it's really a it's such a fascinating it's a topic it's, it's a, a feeling, feeling right? it's and a it's feeling. an energy and there's a vibration there and i never understood that until i allowed myself to fully let go and to just be, you know, just be present, just be myself, just be in relationship with my, with my mind, my body, my soul. And it it has done wonders to open myself up and to claim everything that I know to be mine. And, and, and you really, when, when you tap into this, into this knowledge and into this awareness, you know, you really start to learn how to, you know, feel that abundance Mm -hmm. and not, you know, not just, not just say that there's abundance out there, but really feel it, really feel that energy of like, I can have whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. And there's like an empowerment there of like we we can and we deserve to have it all if we choose to have it all and I don't think you can access that until you make space and until you until you understand that that you are a powerful being and there is energy behind that. And if you have anything to add on that, I know that was, a, I went off on my little soapbox Tyler, there. this was so beautiful. You, you should write a book. <laughs> well, I, I am writing a book, actually. I'm writing, I'm writing, it's called The 10-Year Transformation. And it's talking about my journey from graduating high school to celebrating my 10-year class reunion, which is mm. here in the spring of 2021. And you know, it, it's, it, it's all about that, allowing yourself to open up and be, and just be, just be yourself, be authentic, 
claim your power, own your power, and really just go for a life that you dream of versus a life that you just get handed to. And, mm. you know, that that's, that's part of it. So, you know, any- and you said something I would add, like you said something to, you know, I think probably people are now more than ever letting go, um, you know, the old beliefs, the old um, stories, the people, the things, whatever is actually preventing them to stepping on to that next level. I think that letting go is the right word like letting go and surrendering i think that that's what we need more yeah. not to push more you know because you know the i think the hustler the the hustler um sy- syndrome um is gone is dead yeah. right? and, you know i think that all I, I have a huge respect for for all the marketers out out there like Grant Cardone, Frank Kern, whatever. Um, I have huge respect for these people because they're doing their thing. Also, Gary Vee, I'm, I don't say that this is a wrong type, type of, you know, business or, you know, strategy. It probably works for, for them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also really important to say that, you know, generation that are coming, they, they, they are more, more mindful and these are not these are smart kids you know these are like cool kids you know um they will get bored they will get you know they and the thing is that when i see my my teenager she's like she will be 13 now in a week and i think it's so important to to mention that these kids they know how to slay the dragon Mm. you know they they're they are they are born in these you know circumstances that were their next level is happening right here, right now. They know, they all already have the tools. They're so, they have the grit and resilience, you know, is the when we give them the mindset as well, they will like, oof, that, that will be the best thing that we can hand them. Not the doing mentality, but actually mm. like being mentality. I, oh, that, I mean, you're speaking directly to my, to my heart and to my soul. I I don't know how many times I've turned on motivational speeches and they're just screaming at you to do more. And if you're not working 16 hours a day for seven days straight, and then I got so exhausted listening to that kind of energy and that, and you're right, that works for some people. The the hustle mentality, the go, 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 that works for some people, but that is not the only way to achieve success. And, you know, I, I, I just made, I made a choice one day. I said, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to stop trying to be so productive and I'm just going to start by allowing myself to be, to be present to be engaged, to be open, to be curious. And that shift of mindset of like, I don't have to work hard. I can work, I can work smart. I can Mm -hmm. work, you know, I can work intelligently. I mean, it was a huge revelation of like, you know, the, the hustle, that hustle mentality is, is a dying thing. It's a, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's an exhausting thing and it leads 
so quickly to like overwhelm and burnout yeah. and all of yeah. these things. And I, I want to say like, you know, if we compare ourselves with, with these people, um, that's another thing that, that is, is a mindset trick because we are comparing ourselves with someone like our first step with someone who is on uh, level 10. Because exactly. Gary Vee has like an army of 800 employees, <laughs> you know, like, come on. Um, maybe we see that he goes live every day, but, you know, he doesn't need to cook and change tires and, you know, whatever, whatever we are doing in our normal life. I'm not saying that, you know, um, that we shouldn't uh, delegate and outsource certain things, but mind you, like he built business when, when you know, in different circumstances. Yeah. He has been an entrepreneur for 30 years. Like we, you can't compare yourself with Gary Vee. If yeah. you see him, like how he goes with, with his videographer and he produces this mass content. Are you at that stage of your business? Probably not, you know? Yeah. So don't do what Gary Vee does. You know, I, I always tell people don't compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 21 yes you yes. know and and it's and it's amen such a, it's, <laughs> it's such a great thing to always be reminded of because you know all i love all of these great thought leaders and i and i you know i i think gary v is a, a wonderful human mm-hmm. being and yeah. he's got great intention but you know if if you listen to them and and you feel overwhelmed and and you know, afraid, you know, that, oh, I'm not being enough or I'm not doing enough. Give yourself a break, give yourself Mm -hmm. a breath and allow yourself to just be Be. you, (laughs) be you. Yeah. Just be you. And, you know, honestly, it's, it's the simplest thing to say, but a lot of times it's the hardest thing to do. Um, I love the, and one thing that I always say that I love, I, I think that I heard this from him. I'm not sure if he's the brain behind that. Gary Vee said, your um, chance to be on this planet is one against 400 trillion. Yes, 400 trillion. Mm -hmm. 400 and I don't know how many, 13 zeros. (laughs) That's your chance to be on this planet. Like if you are not being you, with that chance and you're missing out, you're missing on the point of the life. You are breeding because you got that such a tiny chance to breed and to live every single day. Yeah. Take yeah. that from Gary Wee. Yeah. And, you know, that is, I, that is a powerful, that is a powerful statistic and something that really needs to set, set in. You know, and it, and it and it's a constant reminder that you are such a unique human being, and yes. you have a unique voice and a unique mind and a unique perspective, and it is your obligation in life to share that with the world and share mm-hmm. how you think and and how you act and and how you do, and you know that that is that is just, it, it's too important not to do it. And so, you know, I want, I want to end with this. If there's any, any listeners out there who are, who are still trapped in that fear bubble, 
know that like fear cannot exist if you are being 100% authentic, 100% yourself. There is no such thing as imposter syndrome. Mm. If you are living your life being 100% authentic, 100% you and living from a place of love, it just, it's, it just show up every single day and be you and be proud of who you are and own your crazy, own your uniqueness and, you know, just, just love life because that, that is really, I think the key of this all is that we get, we get the power to love life or hate life. And every day you get to make that choice. Yes. Yes. It's, it's a choice. Yeah. At the end Um, of the day, it's a choice. And and I think life is too short to to take it for granted and to to play small. Absolutely. That's that's the perfect way to end it. You know, it's too important to play small. Um well, D, this has been such a delight. Um you you have such an incredible soul and spirit, and I really appreciate you making the time today to connect and and share your coaching journey, share some of these amazing insights. Um, and I've really enjoyed Can I our end, end this up? Yeah. I'm going to end this up with, with Buddha's quote, um, which I read today. <laughs> so, so, and so it, it is so on point. I am not who you think I am. I am who you think you are. Mm. <laughs> so what you said like when you say to me you are a beautiful soul that mm-hmm. just reflects who you are oh i love it that makes my heart so warm um <laughs> well, D, how can i you know i know we were going to end on that fabulous quote but you know people need to connect with you people need to hear more of your voice and and share in your journey so how can they do that where can they find you online how can they connect? Yeah, sure. So my 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 favorite platform right now um, is Instagram, where you can <laughs> actually see me climbing the trees. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Like I dance, I I have fun with reels, um, and yeah, you can see the the behind the scenes, and you can connect with me there. Um, I also have, if that's allowed, I also have books coming up. Um, so the book is is really my journey as you said you know your journey it's a journey of me moving to sweden seven years ago and how i actually um, evolved as a mom as an entrepreneur as a global citizen um so yeah i would love for you guys to to just if you loved our talk like there are so many stories that you can resonate with um i've been on this planet earth for for quite a while (laughs) um and you know have been privileged to experience life um from the rock bottom to to the highest of highest um so yeah i would love to for you to be able to to get that experience i love it when when is the book uh, scheduled to come out book is uh it will be published on my um daughter's birthday on 3rd of december okay <laughs> and it's Very actually soon. a dedication to to her um so yeah i i believe that we we all have um teachers in our life um and she has definitely my daughter ella she she has been definitely the greatest teacher uh for for me 
I love it. I love it. One last question. And I ask all of my guests this before we sign off. If you could go back to the start of your coaching journey, what piece of advice would you give your younger self to make this journey a little bit easier? Mm, Love this. Um, Do what you do best and outsource the rest. Oh, I love it. So simple, so easy, so concise. Love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you, Dee, so much for your time. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, Join me next time for another great Coachpreneur conversation. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you for listening to the Coachpreneur podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Tyler Transformed. And if you're a coach who's ready to be a confident and successful Coachpreneur, then I personally invite you to join me in my Confident Coaches Facebook group. And finally, if you haven't already done so, please help me keep this conversation going by subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing the podcast. And be sure to join me next time for another Coachpreneur Conversation.